And now it's time for Talking Trade with Professor Ian Coxhead and Emmy Day and Company President Sandy Siegel, sponsored by Michael Best Strategies and the Wisconsin District Export Council. Welcome back to Talking Trade. I'm Sandy Siegel, President of Emmy Day. And I'm Ian Coxhead at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And uh, today's guest is uh, Rocio Rivera Barradas. Uh, Rocio is the Consul for Economic Affairs at the Consulate General for Mexico in uh, Chicago, Illinois. And she has a special uh, mandate to analyze trade dynamics between Illinois and Mexico. Is that correct, Rocio? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank uh, you. So I want, to, um, I want to begin by talking about the general pattern of trade between uh, Illinois or maybe the upper Midwest, if your mandate extends that far, uh, and Mexico. Uh, when we look at the data, we see a lot of two-way trade in manufacturers. So I guess that's uh, a lot of trade in parts and components, especially machinery and electronics going back and forth across the border. Uh, what can you tell us about the pattern of that trade and how is it evolving? Yes, exactly. As you mentioned, um, the trade between Mexico and Illinois is pretty similar to what we see between Mexico and the US. Mm. Um, and just to give you some figures, in 2019, um, the trade between Mexico and the US reached 612 billion US dollars. Um, this is huge for both yeah. countries. Yeah. And if you take the exports uh, of um, US to Mexico, you see that they are larger than U.S. exports to China and Japan combined. Right. Uh, so the trade is really intense between the two countries. And this is similar between Mexico and Illinois. So if we take the 50 U.S. states, we see that Illinois is the fourth trading partner of Mexico. Mm. In the first two places, we have what we call the um, usual suspects, Texas and California. Sure. Of course, because of the size of their economy and because they share the border with Mexico. In third place, we have Michigan. Yeah. And this is because of the auto industry. And in fourth place, Illinois. So in 2019, um, we traded around $22 billion between Mexico and Illinois. And this figure is um, bigger than what Mexico trades with Japan. Really? Yeah, so this shows you that Illinois by itself could be a country for Mexico. Uh, so it's, it's pretty intense, the relationship. Um, Mexico, for example, is the second export market of Illinois after Canada. So we have a very good client for, for Illinois. And it's mostly uh, machinery and, and electronics, is that correct? Yes. Um, although I have to say that uh, it's very interesting when we analyze the exports and imports. Um, in the case of um, exports from Illinois to Mexico, they are very diversified, but it's not the same case uh, the other way around. Right. Because um, you are going to be very surprised about this figure. 30% uh, uh, of the imports of Illinois from Mexico is beer. Yes, I saw that. Right. <laughs> But, but yes, you are right. Uh, most of the trade is uh, on the auto industry, machinery, electronics, computers, televisions. Right. Right. I, I'm curious what 
your your thoughts are in, in looking, obviously all of trade's been impacted by the pandemic, of course, and and also by supply chain disruptions. And in you know, it trading with China is so much more difficult and the time delays due to again the pandemic and the supply chain. Do you think any of that trade has benefit, you know, that difficulty in trading with China has impacted the trade with Mexico and have, some of it has shifted. Are there any particular winners that have you know, come out of uh, the challenges we're having with Asia today? Um, yes, definitely we have been seeing um, a change in, in this dynamic uh, related to the disruption of the supply chains with, uh, with Asia. Um, I would say that um, the losers from the pandemic uh, was the auto industry. Um, mm -hmm. um, also, um, in the case of the winners, uh, um, one of the of the winners was um, the medical industry. For example, here in Illinois, we have uh, Medline and um, in Minnesota, Medtronic, and these two companies have a very important presence in Mexico. Uh, for example, Medline just opened a facility in Mexico, in, in Baja California, when we have a cluster of medical devices there. And we see, for example, that last year, uh, this trade between Mexico and Illinois increased in almost 20%. Mm -hmm. So they were one of the winners. So, uh, 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 so people in Chicago are still drinking lots of Modelo and Corona and Dos Equis, but, uh, but the medical trade has also become much more important in, in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. What other effects has the pandemic had on this trade? What about, uh, we hear a lot in this country about shortage of uh, truck drivers, for example. Has that impacted the ability of Mexico to trade with Illinois? Um, yes. Um... Also, what, another impact that we have seen is that uh, US companies are looking again to the South, um, are looking again to Mexico to relocate um, some of their uh, processes. Uh, just related to what Sandy was mentioned about uh, China. We, here at the consulate, we receive uh, many uh, questions and requests about finding suppliers in Mexico, also finding um, companies that can manufacture products that they used to buy from China, now they want to buy it from Mexico. And they want to translate a process um, of, their, of their chain. Not, maybe not translate a full facility, you know, a full company, but just looking into producing or, or making one process in Mexico. Mm. Rosio, is there any other changes or negotiations, you know, recent conversations um, between Mexico and the U.S. Um, in, you know, trying to, to continue to get the momentum going. I know due to the pandemic, the, the USMCA, um, you know, has fallen a little bit short of, of original hope deck expectations uh, because of all the challenges you just spoke to. Any recent developments or, or things we should watch for? Um, that are, are coming up? Well, I think that one of the lessons um, that we uh, got from the pandemic is that we cannot take for granted the fact that we are neighbors. Yeah. And 
I think that we saw that, especially with the auto industry, when the pandemic started in, in 2020, in the months of March, April, and May, we saw a huge uh, impact in the disruption of the supply chains in this industry. Um, because Canada and US um, established that the auto industry was going to be considered essential. And this was not the case in Mexico. So this of course had a huge impact in the industry. And as you know, um, this sector is the most integrated one in North America. So this make uh, the governments to uh, sit on the table and talk to each other and um, I think that that's one of the lessons that we got from the pandemic, that we cannot take for granted um, the fact that we are neighbors. We need to talk um, among us every day. And also I think that another challenge uh, that we have um, is that we need to be able to disseminate the impacts of trade to the average citizen. Um, I think that the pandemic just amplified uh, or made like more evident this challenge. Um, so we need to be able to um, talk to them and see how they benefit yeah. every day from pre-trade. And this is something that we want to do here at the consulate. We, just to give you an example, took the case of the mangoes uh, that come from, from Mexico. And uh, we, uh, we do um, some infographics and share them in our social media to show you like, uh, for example, Mexico is the second exporter of mangoes um, globally <laughs> after Thailand. Yeah. And in the case of Illinois, 25% uh, of the imports of mangoes come from Mexico. So when you go to the supermarket and you uh, see the mangoes, one out of four comes from Mexico. And then you will be able to enjoy mangonadas or your favorite <laughs> <laughs> dessert with mango. Fabulous. So, yeah, this and, is something that we try to do. Well, and I would agree. I, I think you know connecting it for people is important and 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 making it relevant. So hopefully additional trade with Mexico is one of the, the benefits or positives that come out of some of these other supply chain challenges. So uh, interesting perspective. Roseo, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you know, again, I really, I hope we can look forward to promoting trade with Mexico and, and you know, thank you for your work that you're doing here in the Midwest. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for joining us on Talking Trade. Good to meet you, Rocio. Thank you. Thanks, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Talking Trade with UW-Madison professor Ian Cotshead and M.E. Day & Company president Sandy Siegel, sponsored by Michael Best Strategies and the Wisconsin District Export Council. <laughs>